Hello everyone, we're on the road. Where am I? Nobody knows, but we'll know in 30 seconds. So, we get a little bit of a fun little show today. You've just got to be a little bit more patient. 25 seconds. Get that sandwich, come on. Spin off that CPU, we've got more interesting things to do. You know what it's like, you know what we're up to. It's Wednesday, it's one. All right, all right, all right. 10, 9, 8, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So hello everyone. So I should look at the camera. My name's Stephen Drew. You know exactly who I am and I'm joined here with an awesome guest today. I'm joined with Oliver Lowry. Now, just before we begin, this is a new thing. So we're learning all this stuff on the go and we're not just digital anymore. We're not just on Zoom. We're, that's frustrating. We're in real life. We're in person. So my guest is the fantastic Oliver Lowry off Ackroyd Lowry. And the doorbell is going. Do you want to check who's at the door? <laughs> who's there? Delivery van. Delivery. Yeah. That's a good time. Delivery. Oliver, it's so good to have you here. How is your day going? It's good. It's good. A couple of doorbells going. There's another Yeah, we, we'll oh, answer God. that. Delivery next door as well. Yeah, sorry. We can, um, we can yeah. show the... We could get the doorbell. Come on, guys. Who's at this the door? Like, let's so put. We, we were let's saying put them when we were on this, we were like, it's going to be like um, MTV Cribs, and it, actually, it's not. It's sort of like Noel's house party. So far, <laughs> with like people randomly turning up at your door. I um, love it. I love it. Well, everyone in the audience, you can join us on this mad adventure, and you can put live in the comments and have a guess who is at Ackroyd Lowry's door. But we've got more important things than just the door. Oliver, do you want to tell me a little bit about the studio you're in? Uh, yeah, so this is, we're in Viner Street in East London. Um, it's on Bethnal Green. Um, we usually have around 30 staff in, but um, being COVID times, I think we've got not so many in today, but, you know, everyone's, everyone's gradually coming back. So we're, we're, yeah. um, we've got usually around kind of 20 people in the office every day. So this is a big warehouse space that we took on uh, the lease of a 20 year lease a few years ago and um we've kind of gradually rebuilt it so we rebuilt the back roof we've got all these roof lights in so Tia, do you want to just uh take us around wow there and, we go uh, yes yeah, so we've got nice double height space and then we've got the other two floors one of which steven's on so we added all these roof lights that kind of naturally ventilates in the summer which is nice um and uh we've got marta here who's our associate director um and more roof lights at the back so, um, Marta is working on, what are you working on? I'm now on uh, Thomas Badgerty Kensington. Oh, no, we can't uh, talk about that one. Yeah, so forget that one. Um, we're going to talk about Croydon, though. This one is one that we can talk about. So, this is Antoine. Antoine's one of the associates here. And this is a scheme uh, which is actually around the corner from our office here in Hackney. Um, and Antoine, do you want to just give a little bit of uh, information about it? Sure, so it's actually very close to you. Our office is in uh, Level Pierce, and this is a mixed field scheme with commercial space at ground floor basement, and we've got first few flats above. Uh, nice. This is a cool uh, conservation area, and we basically try to get views from the existing complex to make sure the heating uh, can stand out uh, at the same time by the architectural quality of the design. Um, and I think as you can see, we managed to really get the scheme that fits in and 
response to the context and provides great recommendation for the future visitors. Excellent. That's right, Chantan. Um, yes, that's a really cool project so that's in planning at the moment, hoping for a committee date uh, in the next month or so. Um, Jakob's lunch has turned up, that's good to see. Yes, that's actually John's lunch uh, <laughs> that he delivered to the office rather than Oh, nice. So Jakob, Jakob um, <laughs> is working on a scheme in West Bromwich, West Bromwich I forgot the name, uh, it's a 240 unit scheme around this really cool central courtyard. Um, so kind of, we've got quite a few schemes in the Midlands, um, of which this one um, big regeneration, can you show the other, can you show it from the outside as well, there's some funky shapes going on with this project here. Look at that. This is. Jacob's Mona Lisa. It's um, he, he won't stop working on it. I love it. <laughs> and to, he's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to convince him to work on other things, but it's, uh, it's not happening. It's not happening. This is Anna. Anna doesn't want to be on camera, <laughs> and she said she wants to speak in Spanish. Um, she's working on a hundred unit scheme in Wolverhampton, so it's another of our Midlands projects. Um, and this is actually starting on site pretty soon. Anna, do you want to talk about it? Yes, it's located on Wolverhampton. Um, it's a 100 flat uh, uh, residential building. Uh, it has some offices at the top. Very uh, cool. It's mainly using well, the materials. The materials are quite industrial um, to, yeah, as they are raised. So we are using brick uh, for most of it. And then this kind of zinc, which uh, shows this kind of industrial look. And yeah, well, we are now on stage four, stage five. We are going to build this massive building. <laughs> <laughs> He's a massive building. Um, this is Nick. Nick's brand new. Hi there. Hi guys. Hey, Nick. This is South Africa. Yeah, still pretty new. Yeah, just sort of, sort of uh, learning the ropes. But um, yeah, we are, I think this is based in Birmingham and Quizlet Road, if I'm not mistaken. Close, um, close. It's in Walsall. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, another Midlands project. And yeah, this is on site now, I think. So they started on site a few weeks ago. Yeah, so Excellent. what I've been pretty much doing is trying to resolve sort of some of the cladding details, um, doing some cladding. And yeah, that's basically been my headache for the week. So that's, that's about it. Um, not much more about this project that I can tell you. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Um, Martha's busy, she was going to show a really cool scheme in Croydon, but um, she's on the phone now. So this is Yuki, Yuki's working on a scheme that we've actually bought the site of. So um, as well as architecture, we've sort of made a foray into development. Um, this is a scheme that we, a uh, site that we bought in Harlow in, in joint venture with um, planning consultants that we uh, share our offices with. And yeah, so that's how it's going to look in the end. Nice one, going straight to the render, that was a good idea. Um, so it's actually on the edge of a really cool, like forest um, called, which um, rectory wood. That was it, well, Joe. Um, and so Excellent. all of our units are designed to overlook the forest and then have this kind of planting going down the facade. And uh, yeah, that's it. So the forest is kind of going up the building. We're really excited about this because with the developer, we get to decide, you know, make decisions uh, strategic as well as kind of design level. And we want to bring the forest up front of the building. So that's what we're going to do. Thanks, Yuki. So this is Joe. Joe's in the metaverse right now. Hey. Um, like Tron. Love it. Well, so we use VR virtual reality um, as a design tool. And Joe's actually inside 
the Wolverhampton model, which is the one, are you? Yes, the one that Anna was talking about. Um, can you take us down to street level and just walk around? So there we go. We actually use this because we want to test out before we um, before stuff starts on site. We want to make sure that our designs work. So we put our clients in here. We put planners in here. It's really good. We actually go in there. We do multi-user design sessions. So if I put on a headset now, I can go into the same model and uh, walk around with Joe and let him show me around and criticize or endorse his design. Um, and it's it's a it's a really you know it's a really useful way of designing. Uh, and you can see it from above. But I, for me, the human human scale the human level view is the best this is a mad feature that the developer client wants he's building his offices here on the top of the building and then he wants to have one of the flats on the other side of the building and so he's asked us to design a retractable bridge like a drawbridge that can go down and up um Very cool. for his morning commute which is pretty mad um and anna is the one having to work out how to actually do it which i think she's enjoying <laughs> Um, cool, right. so if we go upstairs now, this is the MCU ah. crib step. <laughs> yeah, have a look what's happening in the studio. Let's These see. These are our very cool Tala light bulbs, which were given to us by Tala, who are our next door neighbors. These are very cool lighting designers. Ah, oh, there you are! Hello! Weird. Here so we go. We might have to leave you here, Tia. All right. Thank you, Tia. Yeah. Thanks, Tia. Excellent. So welcome. All right. So we're all here. We're alive. There we go. We got one anonymous comment from the audience ready saying, I wasn't expecting VR space. That's awesome. So just before we jump into the story, do you want to tell I'll us? Get my head in. I got my head. <laughs> you might have to go in, in this seat or try this. Yeah, you go. We're right. So that's actually, it's all working now. Yeah, you were a bit stressed out by it, but I told you it would be fine. It would be fine. Did I look like Annika Rice when it's, I was going up the stairs? No, you, you, <laughs> you were fine. But this is new for me as well, because this is in person. Yeah. You're a creature of habit. You you are uncomfortable with change sometimes. I know, but I, I'm addicted at the same time. So tell me, right, we gotta, I got to keep focused. I've got to practice my presentation skills in person. In real life, yeah. So yeah. I've got, this has to be functional for the audience as well. So everyone here, you can leave a comment and I can bring it up. So we've got the anonymous VR comment. But if you want to ask Oliver a question, Now's the time. If it's a naughty question, I'm not going to bring it up on the screen. But if it's a good question, or you know, an architecture question or about the practice, we will do it. <clears throat> Maybe you want to just jump in and tell us how long the practice has been going for. Um, so this, I think, is our seventh year. Seventh um, year. And like I said, we've got around 30 staff. So um, now the scale of projects that we're working on, so we've got kind of 240-unit scheme that you saw downstairs, 100-unit scheme on the side. We've got the largest scheme we're working on is a kind of master plan of around a thousand units and some commercial um but you know we started off doing house extensions and um, you know really done everything between a house extension and a thousand unit master plan along the way including i did i designed a funeral home which was wow mad and i had to wow. go around and i looked through the morgue and the cold body storerooms when they were in use which is pretty mad um we've done uh, education, healthcare, uh, you know, student resi, co-work, co-living, co-working, lots yeah. of office. Uh, most of it's residential-led, sort of mixed-use development now. Yeah, we tend to work with developers mostly, but we also work with a few end users. So we've got a specialism in film and photographic studios. Yeah, um, and also in education, we work a lot with end users. So we're doing quite a few private mm. schools uh, for the Thomas's School. 
Um, so much project. We'll get the, we'll show it on the website while you're talking as well. But I absolutely love it. So there's so much going on. So I can bring up here now. We'll get rid of the banner. But this is all the stuff that's been happening in the news and everything else. And you can see now. So when we're talking about these projects, so this is probably actually my favorite that's on the front. And that's St. Thomas's, right? No, St. It's the Thomas's school. It's just right. the Thomas's. So just the, the Thomas. It's the Thomas's family that run the school. Yeah. Uh, or the Thomas family. Um, and so that's the was the old Royal Academy of Dance Very in cool. Battersea. And we're converting that into a private school for the Thomas's school. Um, some other ones flying up. That's the one Anton was showing, Lamb Lane in Lovely. Hackney. Very cool because it's so close to our office. That is Thomas's school again. And then I think there was some other ones that. Um, yeah. Well, That's you, the film and photographic studio in Islington. Yeah. Coachworks. We've got hotel, top middle, residential left, regen. Love so, him. I'll click this one because this is, this apart. So I love Thomas's, but out of a Coachworks, this is probably one of the sexiest projects, right? Yeah. So this is when, when we started the company six, seven years ago, um, this was like the, the kind of the second project that we looked at weirdly. Um, and uh, his amazing client, um, Alva Studios. Uh, so Simon was was one of the people that we got an audio clash. There we go. Yeah, um, we go. Simon Friend, who runs that company, is you know one of the first people that we met when we set up our business. And and I think you know we only really had one one kind of other project going on. Um, and then we met Simon, and and we've now delivered three or four studios with him. Very um, cool. So long term client, and he's got you know he's kind of revolutionised I think the film photographic studio scene in London. I love it. He likes to provide very um, high end kind of back of house front of house facility so you know the shoot space is a big white box but then everything on the everything on the other side of it uh, everything that you would experience when you're eating when you're getting changed when you're having your hair and makeup done is very kind of high-end um, yeah. sort of soho house kind of style and, yeah. and that was his model and he's kind of you know he's, he's, he's now that they, they look amazing with spaces well i brought it back to us because i couldn't get youtube to load up the beautiful project then. right so in I think that's awesome. So there's so many cool projects going on there. But what I'd love to know as well, we've got a few comments just to kind of break the ice here. So Saar says this is very cool. And Imran has got a question for us. Yeah, I know. I've read it and I don't, I'm not sure what the answer is. What software is in the VR? Well, I know a little bit. So we okay. use your twin motion. Mm, that's not that's the modeling. There, yes, that's, no, no, wait. The modeling we do in Archicad. Yeah. And if it's got interior finishing off, then we will use SketchUp just to finish it off. But it's mostly yeah. done in Archicad. That's our, we don't like Revit, we like that. Um, and then um, we are now bringing in Twin Motion because it yeah. goes back to back with um, Archicad. And that will be used for the VR. But at the moment, I think we're using. I can't remember the name. I'd have to ask Antoine. It's called Lumion is one of them. It might be Lumion. 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 But all the models are hosted um, on like that on platform. The platform. Yeah. On the on the server, effectively, it's like a tiny metaverse that's only used by Ackroyd Lowry. I love it. Um, but it's good because it means we can bring the bring all that kit on the road and do demonstrations in planners' offices. And as long as we've got the Wi-Fi, then yeah. the model will load up from the, the portal that it's on, which is pretty cool. Oh no! Sorry, we could. Uh, it's John. It's a John. Yeah. We'll take we'll take you later. John John wouldn't want to be on LinkedIn right now. We'd ambush him live. But um so there's so much I love the office environment. We've got you're a big believer in using tech to make these awesome buildings. And that kind of gives a little insight of what it's like to work here. But you've been this company's grown to like 30 people in the last seven years. So 
who, in your opinion, um, fits in really well? What skills, when you're looking to hire people, what are the qualities that really fit in an Accurate Lowry? Good question. So um, in terms of software, because we chose to go Archicad rather than Revit for our yes. firm, we, you know, there's less people that have that automatically yeah. qualify in terms of like competence of the software. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the kind of the part two project architect role and even associate roles, we want people that can actually get their hands dirty in the software. Yeah. And so often we're recruiting people with Revit and then having to teach them. Mm. So the software is not necessarily, you know, one Important. of the primary things. For us, it's like, you know, like, got to be used to the fast pace. I think you, Steve, <laughs> that's why I, that's why I work here, right? Yeah, exactly. So Stephen works with us and, and you love the, you like the pace. You like the, I do like you know, the like it's, 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 it's related. Entrepreneurial. Like, like entrepreneurial. Ideas. Yeah. Passionate, yeah. enthusiastic. Live streams on the go, working it out. Working it out as you go along. This is what it's know. all about. This is what, so the guy that set up LinkedIn said starting a company is like jumping out of an aeroplane and trying to assemble your, you know, parachute on the way down and and that is that is yeah. the truth and so i think we like people that are like happily going to join us in our yeah. mission and our vision and our you know our high level mission is that we want to build a company that delivers the cities of the future um, yeah. we think they need to be you know sort of zero carbon amazing places to for the human experience yeah, and, yeah. and we're passionate about building a company that delivers them so we want people that share in that mis- mission so we need to have this sort of like you know a bit of zeal about you of wanting to change the world you know i think when you go into architecture you always think you're going to change the world and then you realize you're going to have to do a load of window door schedules for quite a few years and then you come out the other side of it so i'm, I'm not back at the other side of it where i'm like i oh, know you can change the world you, know? yeah. you don't just have to settle for doing a load of, of, of um I was going to swear them, but I went toilet. Yeah, I know. Man. Load of you don't want to be the toilet maestro, right? You want to do something. Got to be the more. toilet maestro for a little bit. That's why you never made it. I couldn't. I could. I didn't want to do it. I was too impatient. Yeah, I, I didn't. Well, you said you were too distracted. I was. I was very. Well, my problem is if I I'm not interested in something, I don't have any attention span. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's noticed. That. Yeah. So detailing was out the window. Um, that's interesting. So. Let's let's go back to that because that's really interesting. So that's the kind of person that fits really well. So when the person joins you on your team, so it must be quite a varied role, right? I'm sure that on the day-to-day of the job, it's not a case of it's a large company where you're doing a big airport and you're doing those door schedules for like three, four months. How is the role varied compared to larger companies? Yeah, so I think, I mean, like everybody that when they start with us, we our staff handbook is very, you know, says you're the architect it doesn't matter what role you're coming in at yeah. we expect you to be- behave like you're an architect and mm. you know what what that means for us is that you you know architects need to be responsible for lots of stuff and they need to be good at communicating yeah um so it's like we want people that are happy to take the responsibility take the lead if somebody wants to be the design you know if they're like i desperately want to be like the designer on the project i'm like great it's one less thing that i've got to think about exactly. you know, if a passionate person comes in they've got good ideas and they're able to communicate them really well and you know what more do you need? That's that's mm-hmm. essentially that's what being an architect is. So we don't want people that disappear into the background and, and want to be like small cogs. Yeah. It often doesn't work when people come from larger practices where they're used to sort of a bit like blending uh, into yeah. the background. Yeah, yeah. Everybody needs to sort of, you know, stand up, make their ideas heard, uh, and communicate them effectively. Um, and that's that's what we want. We want we want architects. Yeah. But at every role, we you know, if you're part one and, and you're thinking of applying, just you know treat yourself like you're an architect already that's that's what we want we want everybody to be driving you know the business forward i love it and 
it's quite an exciting time in that way because there's been actually a bunch of internal promotions as well. So film me, film me. Well, I got to my phone off as well, but film me in for the general public as well. So now they, they we've got so associate director soon yes. to be an associate, which like. I Wait, shouldn't really so we've got expand further. Three, no, other way around. So Marta has just been promoted uh, to associate director. Woo! And then below that, on, you know, on, on this part of the senior team is, uh, I think there's four associates. Love him. Uh, and then below that, project architects and kind of part twos. But, uh, you know, our, the way that we wanted it, if, we, if our company strategy was running perfectly, we would only really um, yeah. bring people in at part two and architect level. And then we would just kind of yeah, promote yeah. them internally. Obviously that, you know, we, we have to, sometimes do uh, promotions at, uh, sorry hiring at a senior level as well but like we want we've got a kind of yeah an, an academy if you like within the company to try and educate people and bring them from part two level up to architect then up to kind of project architect senior architect and then associates and we ideally would just want to you know do the kind of man united academy where you produce that's our, task. Brian that's our next task isn't it the um well the al academy well it's up and running so we've got you know yeah. internal kind of we, we believe that, um, that, you know, the university system at the moment doesn't really produce office-ready candidates, and, and that's why yeah. it teaches them some skills, but not really the ones that you're going to need in most businesses, but, you know, particularly ours. So instead, we've got our own kind of education process, um, right. and that applies to you, whatever level you come in at. We, your, our onboarding is um, pretty well defined now, and we want to teach people what our design process is, and I think... What I'm very keen to not do is tell people how to design or what to design. Sorry, I don't want to tell people what to design. Yeah, I want to teach them how we do the process. Yeah, and then allow them to adopt that and, and use it. And so, if you follow the if you follow the process that we set out, and I follow it, and you follow it, and we're looking at two different sites, we're going to end up with two different buildings. Right, because the the process should allow you to come up with the solution that's right for the site. So we believe that buildings belong in the place that they are. And, and therefore, you have to look first at the, you know, you look at, have to look at the site, you have to look at what's around the site. And you should be getting your design ideas from the things that are around you plus right. the client. So the client plus the context equals the concept. And then the concept should then drive all of your design decisions from stage one to stage five. Mm. And if you followed that process, if I followed that process on one site and I follow it on another site, they'll, they'll come up with totally different design solutions. So that's the thing. We want to teach people like a process yeah. of what they should be looking at and look, you know, and thinking about because we want to give people confidence. Yeah. So often people come into the company and they've been doing, they went to university, they designed a load of stuff for themselves with some tutors that gave them some weird feedback. And then they did a load of scheduling and you know, they're like, oh, this is just what architecture is. It's like, you know, room data sheets or whatever, right. you know, whatever insert slightly boring tasks that you do at part one and part two. And then when when we get them back, we're like, okay, no, we want I'm gonna teach you to fucking believe in it. Oh, sorry. We're teach you to, <laughs> teach you so, to sorry, LinkedIn. Sorry. Teach you to uh, you know, believe in in like in your own design skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But these are the steps that we go through and build yeah. people's confidence. So, you know, from part one level, getting them to design whole buildings, yeah, going through this cool. process. Um, and I think people love it. And within a few months, I think they become very confident and comfortable making yeah. these big design decisions because the process helps them understand yeah. what the, the sort of the right decision would be. I like that. And from the outside, because it's been a while since I've loaded up right there and my it's been a while should we right? do it to you should we make you design some <laughs> stuff no well, I can do it a little bit I, love it. I wouldn't mind that on the go at some point I still got one friend who's convinced that I will return he's like yeah I'm gonna come back well, I'm if, like, you're gonna, if you're gonna be anywhere it's gonna be here yeah well you if I was gonna do it by far 
Can you imagine me in the park for your review that they're like, Steve, this, you kind of had a little bit of a segue for like <laughs> yeah. 10 years. No, don't be an architect. Well, well, this is what the interesting bit is because actually the AL Academy in that way would suit because I don't fit right now at the standard status quo of part one, part two, the part Doesn't matter. Three. We've set it up in grades and there's no, yeah. there's nothing on our description of what you need to move from one level to the next in terms yeah. of pay <clears throat> responsibility. None of those things get job titles. And I like that. And that's intentional because yeah. you know, we have people in our company that they aren't going to go down the route of, beco of becoming RIB qualified. And that's why it doesn't <coughs> hold them back from, <coughs> excuse me, being an associate or, you know, being a managerial role and yeah. being a designer. None of those things need to, you know, you don't need letters after your name to do that. And so we believe in promoting people based on the talent that they've got and the responsibility that they want to take on. Yeah. And that, that, whether they are a qualified architect or not within our company doesn't hold you back from those promotions. And we're very clear about that. Our grading system doesn't say architect. So if you did want to dust off your, you know, your... Your big clunky mouse thing and, and start designing stuff. <laughs> we would just tell you what the next things you needed to do to be able to step up our grade up. I like it. You have to get some water. Right. You need you need to ask more. <laughs> and what I like here as well. So there's, you can be technically on paper a part two, but you can be running projects. And with that, you will get the responsibility, the autonomy, the support, and the financial reward in line with what you deliver. Right. It's not yeah. a case of yeah, yeah. you're technically a part two. Until you do your part three piece of paper, you you I think you know, at the, yes, that's true. But uh, you know, at the mm. same, that's true if you're not going down that route. I, I think if you are going down the route of the part three and stuff, you know, there's yeah. When you get your part three, you get a pay rise. Of course, you do. Like you know, yeah, you've, you've worked hard for it. So I think that that is. But if you if you were somebody who's just going, no, I'm not going to do the part three thing. Yeah. But I want to become a senior person. Then you know, we can give them a pass for that as well. Yeah, love it, love it. We've got we've got Ava in in the audience, which has said, "Hi guys, thank you for doing that. So you invest in people. It's not only about getting the job done. You're the old mentality of growing the business with the people. So I think I know what Eva means here. And yes, you do. Support. Is Eva calling me old? I, I I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think that. I think Ava's applauding the fact of supporting people rather than the old mentality. So thank you, Ava. Uh, we appreciate that. So a little quick reminder here, because it's probably a nice halfway segue. So anyone in the audience that wants to do uh, any comments or ask all of us some questions, then we can do. You can also ask me questions, but I'm probably not as interesting in this one because we've got all of them. Huh? Very interesting. <laughs> no, What's but I mean, I've got you here for now, and okay, like you're a busy I've read, schedule. I've reread Ava's question, and um, yes, we invest in people. So as well as we pay for people's part three, but also then we want people to kind of specialise. So um, we want people to pursue like further learning yeah. after part three, and we'll invest in that as well because we want people to yeah. have their own knowledge specialisms eventually, their own profiles. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's important. For the I like I like that. So you've kind of got. People who are interested in VR can pursue that as well and become the in-house VR expert. What does that mean I am? The the person on the phone expert? <laughs> um, well, you're the head of our recruiting I am. department. I will take that. I will... Is at the moment you? Yes. Yes. Head of talent. No, you, I you, am. You, head, yeah, yeah. So for those who don't know, Stephen has a role with us and you do more than just recruiting the people. Um, you're very good, like sort of barometer for those. Once you've got yeah. the people in the door, it's good. You can go and touch base with them. I enjoy it. Them. I was there getting on well. You're also very good at giving us insights of what the market is doing. Sure. And that allows us to then tailor our, like, you know, the benefits that we offer our team around what is competitive and what's going to 
winning people. True. You're also very good at doing surveys. So yes, amazing I, stuff. Survey. I've done. I've done my surveys. Do you know what I'm actually looking forward to? And I'll be really open here because it's quite because I, I I really enjoy being here. I also run my own business as well, and that can be really lonely. So it's like it's going to be so fun this Friday because we're all going to go out. And for anyone, just so you're aware. I've been actually properly doing dry January and all Amazing. that. Has, yeah. yeah. So normally there's like a Friday and everyone has a bit of laughing and winding. And we've been sober Joes. Yeah, However, January. on Friday, we it's dry-ish January because it's January 28th. But it is kind of the end. It's over for me. Yeah. yeah. So on that point, because I think it's important to mention, we went to um, Paris. Very lucky timing because it was just before the next lockdown came. But... It's really good that you go on holidays and stuff as well. So has, has it been a challenge, um, especially during the pandemic, keeping that fun vibe going? You've tried in certain ways and it's worked, but it's yes. always been yes. a, a Zoom, a Zoom well, like quiz some, is boring yeah, like, yeah, yeah. after it, a while. It, it was. And I think, you know, part of the vibe here is everyone's young, like most people yeah. are in their 20s and 30s. I think John's the only person. Uh, there's a couple of people that are in the voice, but like mostly it's it's younger than that, and and part of the vibe has always been yeah that we party together and we work you know we work hard and then we we play hard together and yeah we, we take that. people to Valencia and Barcelona and Paris and Amsterdam and wherever else we've taken them, but also we party on a Friday and yeah. we go out together and it's part of the bonding. So yeah, lockdown was really hard, um, you know, individually for me because I yeah. hate Social not person. seeing people, and then yeah. also as a business trying to keep the vibe. But we you know we were very quick to pivot. We I think we dealt with it better than most companies because a lot of our um you know we're focused around technology so we were very comfortable just like we kind of gave headsets to people and we were using vr to communicate which is cool and then we try and keep the social going with friday, yeah. friday drinks online and uh, doing, like, <laughs> stupid quizzes around our house so we, we had one day where we he made it he did cocktail making first yeah and then we but they were so strong and everyone was so pissed. And then he was like, right, the second task is like, you've got to do a treasure hunt in your own house. Oh, but you know what? You put, you, put, you put it down. Yeah. You didn't after that much cocktail. So it was fine. Oh my it was God. actually quite hard. Well, good. A good effort for imagination. Well, that's, it's kind of cool that um, now, I mean, part of the exercise we're doing at the moment as well is that when people come back to the office, obviously you're good with the hybrid and flexibility, but it's about making it a fun environment as well. Yeah, you can't really tell people to come back at the moment. So instead, we're trying to make the office is you know the, yeah, the place nice. where people want, if want they want to, to come, come it's fun if you want to come so we've got built our roof terrace out there yeah oh, no way. i'm just gonna turn the camera around yeah we can, oh, there we go. You can a, yeah you can turn it around so there's a little roof terrace no it's okay it's fine it's fine i've got like my hidden orange wrappers in there as well so, <laughs> so that's you can't miss it but anyway there's a roof terrace out there and then we get the yeah. ping pong table oh i've got pictures of the summer. yeah the staff pie and so let me go get that now so let's bring it back to accurate lowry so on the join the team page there's a few social images here so i'm here look in the corner hey hey and this is when it was safe this is was like one of our really good fun um absolute like good laugh in good weather and this was one of the rare occasions as well, because I think like probably a month after we went back into another lockdown. Probably. There you go. Probably. So we do try to have a bit of fun as well. I've got, um, I'm, it's only fair I bring up Imran's question because um, he did ask a little while ago and he says, does the same ide ideology apply to architectural technologists, i.e. Uh, running projects? So in, do you want to expand, Ollie, on how the technical team and technicians and technologists um, fit in Accurate Larry? Yes. Can you apply, please? 
Yes, Imran, <laughs> you've mentioned that when we, if we're in for your CP and portfolio. But if any other recruiters are watching this, I'm going to try and disconnect you from the conversation. So, Imran, um, do send through your application. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so, look, it's, it's about the job you want to do, not the letters after your name. I, I Honestly, Natalie, one of our... Well, she's a qualified graphic designer and her dad's an architect and she knows how to use our software and there's no you know the sky's the limit in terms of she's where one of she the ends best. up but she's not going to end up doing part two part three because she hasn't done part one but it, it just doesn't matter and the same with the technologist like i don't for me the you know the company needs to be a chartered yeah ROBA company but the individuals within it are, you know yes yeah, collective for mix me, me personally i i don't see it as as uh as something that should hold you back if you don't want to go down the route of getting your part three but yeah. you still want to be heavily involved in the design and delivery of buildings because yes. it's about the passion enthusiasm and, and and what you want to do and what you want to take on yeah, so yeah Love imran it. just apply please because we're looking for some well imran's best <laughs> yeah we are look we're looking imran to send your application through and loris has talked a techie question close to home and conversations do you have an opinion related to nft architecture well, we can do a two-way thing on this because okay, I've got. No, a, you go first because you've got so I, many opinions. I, 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 I've got total opinions. You're right, but so then it continues. Do you think that would be a real opportunity for future architecture? So my opinion is uh, yes and yes, and I'm working on something on the architecture social. So I don't know where it, the space is going to go, but I think you've got to experiment with it. I do think there's a massive um, opportunity there for people to get creative. And I'm looking to do something in the architecture social. Now, the thing is with NFTs for me is the real challenge is how to bring real purpose in real life attached to this NFT. So with the social, how can an NFT on there help people with their careers? That's really the brief. I don't really know all the answers yet, but that's how I look at it. Now, Oliver, you might have a completely different perspective. Well, I do really because I think that you're a practice, you're running a practice, and you know, it's a bit different. So, the opportunities that I see in the metaverse, yeah, NFTs um, that's one little bit for you, isn't it? It's the metaverse, the, what NFTs are at the moment, which tends to be like two dimensional tokens, I yeah. think that that's not the limitation. So, I think for me, blockchain is going to be a very important part of the property, yeah. market in the future because I think the transactions are going to be captured by blockchain. So, NFTs are kind of you know, they're blockchain, they're using blockchain to establish the ownership and the value of, of something. And I think property is the most obvious thing that would be captured by so, property in the real world, I think, will eventually be controlled by blockchain instead of the land registry, which is very antiquated. So that's right. one thing. I think then you could do fundraising for development projects using NFTs that are actually related to the, the you know, the physical yeah. building that you're going to build. So you can yeah. sell off plan with NFTs because it's like such a secure way of making sure that you're going to end up with the property. The end makes obvious sense. You have then a kind of digital twin yeah. on the metaverse that is a digital twin of the building that you're going to build. That then right. means that you can then, input into the design of it because you can be like you can yeah. be observing Very how this design is evolving in, in its digital twin version before it's even built on site so that's kind of cool i also it's, you know the, the, those are just two applications of it I, we're very interested i'm judging a competition uh on uh metaverse architecture that'll be fun shortly with reveal renobio renobio that's it that's the one um so yeah it's a space that we're really interested in some of our clients are very keen to um, developers are keen to buy up um, space in the metaverse and, and get us to design things. And, you know, again, there's no 
reason to use an architect. So I think for I think it'll be games design game designers end up being the architects of that metaverse space because I think they're better at yeah designing to understand you know, the platform of, and everything. Yeah. Um, so I think architects might be a bit cut out of it. But at the same time, there's going to be the opportunity for kind of brands to work together. So, you know, Zaha, for example, they're, they're already selling, pushing in that area. Yeah, yeah, selling their kind of brand association in um, spaces in the metaverse where people want to have like uh, an experiential retail, you know, yeah. thing. That's kind of what they're selling at the moment. I think there'll be lots of that. So I think cars, shopping for cars, for example, I think will be done in the metaverse in five years' time. Why bother going to a car showroom? You can go and put on a headset and you know, look around it. Yes, you might want to drive it at some point, but like for the look, you I just do it with a, with a headset. So then that means you're going to have to build a virtual car virtual, showroom. Virtual car showroom. Yeah. Or virtual buy a flat or fan, right? Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, your own avatar. You could have a shop for your avatar, and like an avatar shop. It goes down this whole rabbit hole. And that's why, remember when they were saying, we've got to be careful. I don't want to be that guy who talks about nfts all the time because there's always yeah i'm borderline that guy but i'm that guy trying to suppress it so and beer and it just becomes <laughs> more, or friday more you know it's all balled up yeah. and my tolerance i don't have any tolerance anymore so god knows what we were talking about the metaverse so i think what we're going to do now is so people can ask oliver any last questions i'm going to flip this around because the, normally the host asks all the questions however all of that and this is completely unscripted. This is a chance to ask me anything you want live. Oh, wow. I've really spoken <laughs> to you so much today. Okay, <laughs> we, 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 spoke, we said everything. Oh, I think so. We covered so much this morning. Um, what do you think that... What do you think that people should be asking you? These are presuming the people that are watching are mostly people that are looking to get there. Mm. They're kind of the first jobs or second jobs or third jobs. You know, what, what should they be asking you in terms of the advice? Like, what's the best piece of advice you give those people now about how to get a job either here or in another? Yeah, I think, I, I think good question because the, the market conditions change at the moment because there's a, lot, there's a lot of companies that are looking. Now, what that means is while there's a lot of choice, I think it's a perfect time to find what you want or really think about where you want to go. Because if you're just chasing or thinking about going to another practice for an extra two to three grand, then guess what? When this market condition changes, the reality is salaries will all even out. And then you're working somewhere with, where you joined at a higher salary and really you don't like it. So it's really about clinging on to um, the values that you, you want to pursue in your career. So whether that's uh, practices within the sustainable agenda or, you know, bring on emerging technology or companies that can like, take on your skills that you're looking for so they can be utilized. Those are the opportunities you want to chase and those are the companies that you should pursue. Um, so that's kind of my um, advice. That is good advice. Yeah, because it's really seductive at the moment to go like people will throw money at you. They want and, to move quickest first, but then everything else will move. Yeah, because yeah. because money is so temporary. What you like, you can buy people. Um, so it, you know, if a practice really wants your skills, they can throw money at you, and it can get tempting. But you've got to think like, do you do you want to be there in six months to a year? And I think that's my biggest advice to job seekers: is to kind of think about the companies that. The values are there. And of course, you want your pay in line with what's fair. And that's no problem. But just don't get seduced if if you see ads which are crazy high at the moment. You've got to think about the practice. And the other thing I would do, the other bit of advice, Oliver, is just, I mean, you've got to feel comfortable going 
safe and you know wear a mask and all that stuff if you want to but i think it's so valuable going to an interview in person and not just for the employer but for yourself because if you go into the company and then you see the office and you get a vibe then you can decide if you want to work there whereas it's a little bit risky i think just taking an offer purely on zoom because you you might not like the environment when you join and then that doesn't work for the employer or yourself so they are my two takeaways. Very good advice. Very good advice. Yeah. Am I the interviewer now? Or you yeah, can you can throw one or two more in when you no, say no. you haven't got you don't got any more. All right. So I think last call, we're gonna do one or two more minutes. Um people can ask questions. While I'm doing that, I'm gonna bring up the contact details of where you can find us. So the website is www.acrolarry.com, and I'm gonna bring up the website for the next two or three minutes to see well, when questions come in. So we can have a little look through here. So that was one of the nice staff parties. Here's a few images as well. So let's quickly go through these, but it's good fun. That was office trip to Barcelona or Valencia. I can't remember which one that is. Lovely. I love him. And we got party. a little party here, little drinks. And this that's is- That's where we are now. That's, that's where, yeah, that's right. And that's, um, that's you guys doing the meeting. So it's you've designed the office as well. It's important to mention we that. Have, so this whole back wall folds open um, to make it into a bigger room. Let me go. That's bring another, it. Ooh, yeah. That was another go. staff trip to either Valencia or Barcelona. I'll bring it back now. Here we go. Cool. Let's so see. we when we go to these trips, it's um like they're kind of workshop sessions. There's obviously lots of fun and drinking, but um there's you know, we, we try and do lots of vision stuff. So that's us using the VR on that Lamb Lane project, which is the one in Hackney. Um, so Sam and Anna and me Very in cool. the VR that's downstairs. This is they, oh, that's ages ago. So the, that one, the I'll get a new image there, but great. So, and you can check out, I updated this recently, just to talk about the company culture and why work here. We've kind of covered that today. And if you're interested, you can click this, send an application. I will try and get back to everyone. If you hadn't heard from me as well, be brave, be bold and call up. You can call up Accurate Larry and you can call me as well and just double check where your application is. But on that note, I think we've covered everything. So thank you so much, Oliver, for hosting us. I really enjoyed today. I really enjoyed um, uh, trying out, testing this. And I think, actually, it's worked out all right, hasn't it? You were so bit, worried. I was a bit nervous for the first five minutes. Oh, have you got the sound? You've got a sound bar? I had one. Are we what? still live? Yeah, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. What? You just, like do a round of applause. And, uh, I haven't. So we'll do Westwood. A... Yeah, we haven't. So we'll do a, We'll do a real round of applause for the audience. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. It's been great. I'm going to sign out now and do get in contact with Acro Larry. You can drop Oliver a message on LinkedIn or drop him an email. His details are on the website. Thank you very much. Take care. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.